Need an extra hand with dinner? Just ask your connected home device to fill your pasta pot, and Delta Faucet Voice IQ technology will fill it with the perfect amount of water. Visit deltafaucet.com slash voice IQ to discover more. So, uh, as near as I can tell, it's been two weeks now since uh, Dr. Blassie Ford made her unfounded, unsubstantiated, unverifiable uh, accusation against Judge Kavanaugh in order uh, to try to stall his nomination to the Supreme Court. Feels like it's been a lot longer. Uh, what a dispiriting, depressing display. Um, the Democrats and their cultural Marxist left wing has put on in this uh, this fevered attempt to uh, prevent uh, this president from making a Supreme Court appointment. Um, and, you know, I, I've done three shows on it now, and I, I think I've covered all of the relevant facts uh, from top to bottom that uh, could possibly have any, uh, you know, effect on uh, a reasonable person making a decision in this matter. Uh, so I'm going to do a, a story or a, an episode again today because, quite frankly, that's literally all anybody's talking about. So although I feel like I've said everything that needs to be said, uh, I, I will, on this episode, focus on some of the miscellaneous uh, aspects of the case uh, that uh, that I'd, I didn't go uh, in-depth into on the previous shows. Hello, everyone. I'm Jim Dawes, and this is Right Now, a journal of news, politics, and culture from an American nationalist perspective. So one of the most uh, entertaining <laughs> and quite frankly enjoyable developments happened yesterday. You know, the creepy porn lawyer Michael Avenatti has been promising for several days now that he's going to bring forth witness or witnesses, he wasn't quite clear, uh, that will swear that uh, Judge Kavanaugh and his high school buddy Mark Judge uh, had a practice of drugging and, uh, and gang raping girls in high school. It was an outrageous uh, accusation that um, is unbelievable on its face uh, that it could have happened in this uh, small insular Catholic community uh, that uh, Judge Kavanaugh and and um, the Georgetown Prep and Holton Arms School ran in. Uh, and coming from uh, uh, the creepy porn lawyer, you automatically discounted it. But uh, some odd things happened yesterday. Uh, the first was uh, Avenetti pulled down his uh, his Twitter account. He blocked it. Uh, he made it private uh, so that nobody that he is uh, not directly friends with could access it. Now, this is uh, very strange in and of itself because Avenatti is nothing if not a publicity whore. And, um, and you know, you knew something was up. Shortly thereafter... Uh, it, it came to light that uh, somebody from 4chan, and if you're unfamiliar with 4chan, it's a uh, it's a bulletin board where um, people talk about uh, uh, things that would be censored on other social media outlets and um, and really uh, get uh, down and dirty. So uh, this this 4chan poster claimed that in fact he had uh, punked Michael Avenatti. And he had a description of exactly how he went into this. He said his uh, his girlfriend, who he identifies as a stripper, and he uh, got two burner phones, which is quite simple to do. You can just buy, buy them at any uh, Walmart or, uh, or drugstore. 
and uh, and they contacted him and said that uh, they had this story of uh, drugging girls and gang raping them on behalf of um, Kavanaugh and Mark Judge, and uh, and they were looking to uh, come forward with this accusation. The the post um, says this happened right about the time that Michael Avenatti uh, started going on CNN and MSNBC and making these claims. Uh, and he says, uh, well, he's actually got the, the, the 4chan uh, description up there. He says that um, the uh, that Avenetti uh, offered this girl twenty thousand uh, dollars to come on CNN with him and uh, and recount her uh, her event. Now, Avenetti had done no vetting at this point, so he wasn't concerned about the truth of the allegation. What he wanted was the bombshell coverage. Um, the girl replied, and and this took place over uh, several or I think he said 10 phone calls uh, that she was afraid it would ruin her life and that she would lose her job, and uh, and she declined the $20,000 offer, at which point Avenetti, the creepy porn lawyer, raised his uh, his uh, bid to $75,000. So he's basically bribing somebody to come forward with this account. Uh, she said that uh, he kept calling back and kept calling back and that the only verification he did uh, was to call somebody else that the stripper said had also attended Georgetown Prep with uh, with Kavanaugh. Um, that was uh, her boyfriend, uh, and Avenetti called him and uh, and asked him a few questions, and and then proceeded to try to have this smear. Now, this was burning up Twitter and social media last night because if this is true. This has got to be one of the most hilarious and uh, and uh, poetic justice events uh, that you could possibly imagine. So um, Avenatti came out pretty quickly and denied that this ever happened, but he never reactivated his Twitter account. And, uh, and after his initial statements to the media, he never followed up on whether or not he was going to come forward with this actual witness that he said he had. So at this point, we don't know for a fact whether or not Avenatti was in fact punked, but we do know one thing. We have more proof at this point that Avenatti was punked by this 4chan user than we have uh, that Judge Kavanaugh actually engaged in any of these events that he's accused of. Uh, and I choose to believe 4chan. After all, this uh, this uh, woman that engaged in this uh, this punk Deserves to be believed. So hashtag believe 4chan. Uh, now the uh, the burden of proof falls to Michael Avenatti to prove that it didn't happen. And the only way that he's ever going to prove that it didn't happen is to actually come forward with this witness. If he doesn't, and I don't believe he will, uh, we will all uh, know that 4chan in fact punked Avenatti and Avenatti uh, is um, living up to his, his uh, reputation as a creepy porn lawyer. Uh, the other big question right now is whether or not uh, Dr. Blasey Ford will, in fact, show for tomorrow's hearings. Her uh, lawyers are continuing uh, to uh, to open uh, the door that she may not appear at all. She's uh, objecting to the uh, idea that she be put under oath for her testimony, which should tell you should set off alarm bells right there. But she's also objecting that the Republican senators aren't going to question her directly. Charles Grassley, the chair of the Judiciary Committee, has brought in a um, 
um, experienced uh, sex crimes prosecutor from Maricopa County, Arizona, uh, to conduct the questioning. Now, you would think that uh, Dr. Ford would be quite happy with that arrangement since this woman is used to getting to the bottom of, uh, of allegations of sexual conduct and, as a prosecutor, would err on the side of being a zealous uh, uh, prosecutor. But no, she doesn't want that, and that tells you all you need to know what she wants and what uh, her Soros-funded Democratic team want or the optics of these uh, these old white senators uh, trying to press Miss Ford uh, for specifics of her unverifiable uh, allegation. Um, but if anybody should be concerned about this, it should be Kavanaugh because these, uh, these prosecutors uh, are zealous in their uh, prosecution of these crimes. Normally you have a defense attorney to uh, rehabilitate and cross-examine the witnesses. There will be none. The, the prosecutor will be carrying all of the load in this case. And uh, I'm sure that she is going to err on the side of, uh, of trying to prove that Kavanaugh, in fact, did this and make the, argue, the best uh, possible argument that he did in spite of the fact that there's uh, no evidence. But um, we don't know that Ford is going to show up. Um, she claims uh, that it's difficult for her to get there because she's afraid of flying, never mind the fact that when she initially... Uh, reached out to uh, Diane Feinstein, I guess it was four weeks ago. She was, in fact, on vacation on the uh, uh, on the East Coast um, and and said that she would return home a couple of days later. Now, I doubt very seriously that she drove to the East Coast for vacation and then drove back in that short period of time when she told uh, Diane Feinstein that she would be there. In addition to that, this woman, in fact, did her graduate work at the University of Hawaii, and I doubt very seriously that she was taking a boat from Palo Alto to Honolulu uh, to do her uh, her graduate work. She doesn't want to testify under oath. Neither does uh, Miss Ramirez, by the way. Miss Ramirez, the uh, the second accuser that uh, the New Yorker magazine came forward with, again with unsubstantiated, unverifiable, unfounded, uncooperated accusations. Not only doesn't want to testify, she doesn't want to even give a written statement under oath. She says that everything she had to say is contained in the New Yorker uh, magazine article. Well, if that's the case, then uh, then her testimony is uh, worth absolutely nothing because the only corroboration uh, that is contained is uh, from a former roommate uh, for, of Judge Kavanaugh who said that he remembers 35 years ago uh, when somebody who attended the party where this um, indecent exposure took place, told him about it. He doesn't know who it was that told him about it, and he, and he wants to remain anonymous as well. So you can just forget about all of uh, Ramirez's accusations at this point. He is a self-declared social justice warrior, and, uh, and she was simply joining the, uh, the effort to uh, tank Kavanaugh's nomination. Um, Dr. Ford's legal team... Uh, right up until this uh, this airtime, has steadfastly refused to share the results of this polygraph test that they say Dr. Ford took, took and passed on this. Now, a couple of things need to be said about that. One is, what is she hiding? If this is the best piece of evidence she has of her um, credibility, why would she not want to share this? I can tell you why. is because... Um, 
the testimony of a polygrapher uh, is worth absolutely nothing in a court of law. Polygraphs are notoriously inaccurate. They're inadmissible. And a polygraph given to a witness who is paying them to prove that they're telling the truth has absolutely no value whatsoever. You can get a polygrapher just like an expert witness uh, to, to swear to anything that they're being paid to. So this, uh, this, this polygraph, I'm sure, won't hold up to scrutiny. She's also refusing to share these notes that she refers to when she claims that she told her psychologist about these events not having named Kavanaugh and having claimed at the time that there were four people um, involved in this. But she's refusing to even share those notes uh, with the Republican staff or the uh, prosecutor that's going to be uh, doing the questions. In other developments yesterday, um, the University of the Yale University Law School had uh, closed down classes yesterday because the Yale University Law School uh, students walked out in support of Dr. Blassie Ford uh, with the hashtag uh, Believe Women. Now, Yale University Law School, these are the uh, the lawyers that are going to be some of the most influential and um, uh, well-placed legal minds in this upcoming generation. And quite obviously, in their education, in their legal education, they have not uh, been inculcated with a uh, an appreciation for due process or innocent until proven guilty, or the burden of proof, or anything else that is uh, uh, absolutely critical to uh, Western jurisprudence. Uh, they're walking out because they they want Dr. Ford to be believed. And their administrators allowed this. So Yale University is training a, a, a generation of lawyers who have no appreciation or deference to uh, legal process or due process or, or Western jurisprudence. And these people are going to be filling uh, the most important uh, legal positions uh, for, the, for the coming generations. They have, in fact, not trained uh, a, a group of uh, brilliant lawyers. They have trained a group of social justice warriors who will put the law in the service of their political agenda. And that should scare everybody. But it's not surprising when you have uh, members of the United States Senate who are supposed to be our best and brightest, that's a joke, coming out and declaring that they, uh, they believe Dr. Ford without having ever heard from Dr. Ford, only, only seeing the news accounts of Dr. Ford. They have decided, they have made up their mind already. I've got a, a montage here of these uh, senators uh, and other influential Democrats, uh, Congress people, uh, declaring before Dr. Ford has given any testimony whatsoever and with absolutely zero supporting evidence for witnesses or corroboration that they believe Dr. Ford. I believe Dr. Blasey Ford because she's telling the truth, and you know it by her story. Senator Kavanaugh denies being at the party to begin with uh, and says his accuser might have mistaken him 
for someone else. What's your reaction to that? Well, I've heard, you know, uh, many, many predators say um, and, and refute allegations against them. I think what we need... As I said, I believe Professor Ford. I think she's credible. And I think when the investigation is finished and when she testifies and Judge Kavanaugh testifies, I think a majority of senators will find her credible. She told her husband this is a trauma she's been dealing with her whole life. She doesn't want to be in a bedroom that doesn't have two doors. And it's going to be about uh, listening to what each party has to say, but I believe her. Do you believe her story? Well, I can tell you, it, it really does have a ring of truth to it. Uh, I am skeptical of polygraphs, but for those who believe them, uh, she has passed a polygraph test. I believe uh, Dr. Ford, as I refer to her, because she makes a very credible uh, case. People knew that about her a long time ago. She told a friend a year ago. She told a reporter before Dr. Kavanaugh was ever named. By the way, I believe Dr. Ford, the survivor. There's every reason to disbelieve Judge Kavanaugh after his evasive and seemingly misleading responses at the at his testimony. Uh, the Senate shouldn't simply rely on hearing two conflicting accounts and decide, well, we're okay with not knowing. Uh, we're okay with the fact that we might be putting a... Uh, someone who committed attempted rape on the Supreme Court of the United States. Jake, I want to be clear that for me there is no debate. I believe um, Professor Ford, uh, Judge Kavanaugh has lied multiple times under oath. Oh, These no. are the hallmarks of truth. These are the hallmarks of someone who wants to be believed. So why are we having a hearing? Let's just go ahead and vote. These, these people have already made up their minds. There's nothing you can say that would convince them because they have internalized this cultural Marxist doctrine that um, that there are victims and oppressors, and of course, white men, which uh, Judge Kavanaugh is a very white man, uh, are always the oppressors. Uh, and this this ideology that that has uh, infected so many of our institutions, from the universities to entertainment to now even sports, uh, has infected the Democrat Party. And there's no turning back. Um, uh, these people. Uh, have to be defeated. They have to be um, thoroughly rebuked. How in the world can we uh, have a, 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 a nation where people are innocent until proven guilty if you've got such influential people that are going to believe an accusation based on political considerations? And that's all it is, is political considerations. And because they have to win the vote of their far left-wing base if they ever hope to get reelected. They're throwing a, a thousand years of Western jurisprudence to the, in, uh, to the wind in order to, uh, to um, basically you know, pursue their cultural Marxist agenda. There was another interesting thing that came to light uh, yesterday, and you may have heard this on Mark Levin's show, but uh, it was actually a small um, television station that found this that I'm going to play for you. And that's surrounding this whole uh, notion that there should be an FBI investigation of uh, Dr. Ford's accusations. It's thoroughly absurd on its face. Um, Dr. Ford's statement has been included in the FBI's background investigation, and it is what it is. There's no, um, there's no way to corroborate it or verify it. But uh, in addition to that, Sexual uh, assault, if that's what you want to call this, uh, that occurred in Maryland is not a federal offense. Furthermore, 
the statute of limitations expired on this uh, 36-year-old allegation 29 years ago. So again, there would be nothing to investigate. And on top of that, uh, both of uh, both Judge Kavanaugh and Dr. Ford were minors at the time this happened. So even if Dr. Ford had made a complaint at the time that this these events happened, it would um, it, they would be minors at the time, and the records would have been sealed. All of this is just a joke, but I want to play for you this clip of uh, of Joe Biden uh, back in 1991 at the Clarence Thomas hearings. Uh, they also tried to smear Judge Thomas and prevent him from um, uh, getting on the Supreme Court because um, mostly because he was a black man, and the last thing they wanted was a conservative black on the Supreme Court, um, just wrecking their their whole narrative that uh, that blacks can only be victims. Uh, but this is what Joe Biden had to say about these uh, these FBI investigations. And the last thing I'll point out, the next person that refers to an FBI report as being worth anything obviously doesn't understand anything. FBI explicitly does not, in this or any other case, reach a conclusion. Period. Period. So, Judge, there's no reason why you should know this. The reason why we cannot rely on the FBI report, you wouldn't like it if we did, because it is inconclusive. They say he said, she said, and they said, period. So when people wave an FBI report before you, understand, they do not, they do not, they do not reach conclusions. They do not make, as my friend points out, more adequate. They do not make recommendations. Judge. Man, what a blowhard. What a blowhard Joe Biden is. I I hope uh, that he does run against Trump in 2020 uh, so that uh, they can put that, uh, that little clip on a loop and play it back for him. But... You saw Joe Biden, uh, a proven per or uh, um, uh, he he stole uh, his um, his college um, uh, term papers. Um, oh, and his uh, and his campaign speeches. Can't remember the word I'm trying to find. Uh, per, um, not perjurer, anyway. But Joe Biden sitting up there with um, Ted Kennedy. Questioning the integrity of Clarence Thomas, you could tell by uh, Clarence the look in Clarence Thomas's face that he recognized the absurdity of this, and just held uh, Biden in uh, uh, thorough contempt. Um, the only other thing that has developed in the case is uh, that uh, Bill Cosby was sentenced yesterday for uh, between three and ten years in prison uh, for his conviction of a rape charge. And immediately the social justice warriors uh, uh, took to social media and claimed that this is a double standard, that uh, uh, Cosby is going to jail and Kavanaugh is going to the Supreme Court, entirely ignoring that, uh, one, Cosby was convicted of a rape and uh, that Judge Kavanaugh has been accused of sexual assault 36 years ago and not convicted of anything. 
um, and, and, um, and that there is no evidence for which to convict him on. But they're also ignoring the, the point that um, this case that Cosby was convicted of is for a 2004 rape uh, that the, uh, the victim filed um, charges against Cosby in a timely manner. Uh, the prosecutor sat on it for uh, almost, well, sat on it for a decade because uh, there was insufficient proof to move forward. But Bill Cosby made the mistake of admitting in a deposition in a civil suit that he, in fact, made a habit of drugging girls with quaaludes uh, and having sex with them. So uh, when the prosecutor got a hold of that uh, bit of evidence, sworn testimony from the accused, he was able to move forward with his case, uh, which ended in a hung jury the first time around in 2016. Uh, but uh, Cosby was retried, and they got a conviction on the second time around. So the two cases could not be more dissimilar. It, it all comes down to due process and the burden of proof. And in the Cosby case, they, in fact, met a burden of proof that uh, they could never meet in this uh, this current Kavanaugh situation. Well, that's the developments uh, from the Kavanaugh uh, Circus, Kavanaugh Nomination Circus. hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please share it with your friends. A like and comment, and if you want to support the show, you can go over to our Patreon page and support us there. Uh, tomorrow is the the big day uh, when we learn whether or not one Trump is going to uh, fire Rod Rosenstein. I don't believe he will. I think he's got better sense than that. We need to keep the topic directly on the uh, the outrageous behavior of the Democrats surrounding this Kavanaugh hearing, and uh, it's the day that Dr. Ford is scheduled to testify. I will say that uh, I'll just go out on a limb right now and, and predict that she will not show up. But we'll talk about it then. When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is, hmm, what's the word? Delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit Amazon.com slash Hyundai or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. The N-OLED display in the Cadillac Escalade has 38 total diagonal inches of color display. So why do we give it a curve, too? I guess you could say we like to bend the rules. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade never stop arriving. 